critics have said he has a face for radio and a voice for silent film. And now, here is your host, Ben Gordon. Radio listeners, you are listening to the Doc G Show. Legendary. Right? Yes! Oh my gosh, I am Doc G with me, Justin, Hype City, Evangelista, Justin. I'm here. That was a pause when you pointed at me. I thought you wanted me to introduce myself. No, no. Nope. Okay, no. you're just waiting for it. Okay, you're building up to it. I was building it? the anticipation. Oh, okay. I was about to say my name. Hmm. Hey, uh, I got a, I got a question. Uh, where'd your interesting thing go? You have. I know, you man. I haven't been. You know what? I was gonna ask if I could borrow one of those. What? Borrow what? Tie. One of your. Sweet. <laughs> you know what? We'll just we'll just say you're wearing one, yeah. and that'll be your weird thing for today. There it's you go. Fake man. It is. We faked out the listeners. Two faced. How's your How's your week been going, man? Hmm. It's going. It's going. Almost completing internship. Almost done with that. So yeah. Pretty pretty warm weather we're having. Oh, very warm weather. Yeah. It was super hot last week. See, I knew you were gonna say yes to that question. Why? You know how I know? Because you experience the same weather as me. We live in the same city, dude. Well, it, it's Florida. Okay. It's supposed to be it hot. Is. It's expected. It, yeah. It's summer. Sort of like how it's expected that if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, somebody is going to ask you at some point in time, hey, do you watch Game of Thrones? Ooh. Oh, you should, man. It's such an awesome Girl, show. Girl, come on! I, I do that to you, dude. You do that. You do that a lot. A lot of people do that to me because I don't watch Game of Thrones. You I need care to. Less. You look like a character. I don't from... need to go into the medieval world right now. It's but not that's, medieval. That's not the point. Nope. You run into people all the time, though, that they'll come in from outside and they'll be like, oh my gosh, it's so hot outside right now. Wait, what? True. And you're like, yeah, it's, it's Florida. It's the in the summer, too. So unless it's, come on. Unless it's snowing and 30 outside, <laughs> hey. I don't need an up. I understand what it is. You already know the score, bro. And, and, and like, what makes it better is the people that had their own say-so in where they went completely as far as where they were going to live. Amen. And they still came here to Florida, and they still complain about it. Amen. And they're like, ah, it's so hot. And you're like, why don't you choose somewhere else? Amen. Minnesota was open. Go for it, man. Is it, is it cold up there? Of course. Yeah. Minnesota. Never been. Yeah, you don't need to go. Wait, what? I'm not okay. saying that. Minnesota, you're great. Word. But I'm saying it's understandable that it's hot here. There's no false advertising. You know? It, I mean, basically, when somebody says, oh, God, it's Florida and it's hot, it's basically like the guy on Cop saying, I, I didn't know I couldn't have meth. Girl, come on. <laughs> you did know you couldn't have meth. It's illegal. You can't have it. But what's worse, what gets even worse than that is when somebody... Uh, complains during winter about it being cold here, and then the the same heat hater, Miss Heat Hater or Mister Heat Hater, yeah. the person that was complaining about the summer, jumps in. And it's like, uh, uh, this isn't cold. I'll, I'll I'll tell you what's really cold. Back in whatever cold state they're from, it's really cold. That's yeah. really cold. <laughs> and that oh god, let me tell you something. Forty five in Florida. Or five in Wisconsin, both bad. Yes! Don't try to argue that 45 in Florida is awesome. Nope. That's like going into an addiction clinic and the counselor trying to tell you that it's all right to be addicted to Oxycontin because heroin's way worse. What? Okay, they're both Jeez, bad. Man. Let's just say they're both on the bad list. Just like 45 is on the bad list, five is on the bad list, right? But I've got the good list right here, Justin. You know what's on the good list? What are you pulling out over there? Hmm. It's on the good list. Oh, shoot. The Doc G Show. Yeah, it's on the good list, guys. Hey, I was like, what is that? You're listening to the good list. That was the only thing on the good list. I know, right? That's basically it in the world right now. True. We're on the good list. Say what? That is 100% show. Are you ready to fire up the show? Yeah, I'm ready to heat it up. It's Florida. It's hot. Let's heat see, it up. See, that's what I, I try to do there. I see you connected. 
you're right here. Five. All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and liftoff. The Tele listeners yeah. can't see, but I'm pointing between our brains right now. Telepathy. Dude, you're a genius. Uh, Justin, birthday suit. You ready? Yes, sir. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Okay, well, this week we have got one of the best birthday suits we've ever had. Yes! Should I be able to guess this in less than two of how great it is? Probably not. Okay. But I'm going to go ahead and say it's one of the greatest ever. Okay. Uh, Kimberly Perry. Are you aware of Kimberly Perry? Uh, no. She's the uh, lead singer of the band Perry. Oh, okay. If I Die Young. If I Die Young, bury me in Okay. So good. Uh, Charlie Murphy. Oh, R.I.P., man. R.I.P., man. Didn't make it to this year's birthday. Very sad, man. Very sad. R.I.P. Dave Chappelle Show. Rick James. Now that you mention it, I'm bleeding from the chest. Hey. Brock Lesnar. Wow. Okay. Yeah, big the man. UFC wrestling. Suplex City, man. Sort of got uh, thrown out of UFC for doping. Yeah. But, you know, Wait, what? It happens. But it's his birthday. He's going to be celebrating it up with his big chest tattoo. He's a scary guy, looking man. Looking menacing. I wouldn't want to fight him. No, me Because I think he's like me and you combined in size. I don't even think. No. I don't know if we'd make it. No, not even. Maybe like. Two of us. Two of us. Like two so, Gordons, two Mies. Yeah. And then we combine. We may be able to attack. And that would have to be all of us individual. So if there were four people attacking him from each side, maybe. Yeah. I think that could happen. That's not the point. Really? That's neither here nor there, Justin. No. Nope. What's here or there and everywhere is our birthday suit wear. Our birthday suit wear, Ju uh, July 12th, of course. 1948. Hmm. 1948. Mm -hmm. Think about it. Think about it. In New Orleans, Louisiana. That's where he was born. He has an older brother named Leonard. Nice. His father worked in thrift stores, and his mother was a traveling fan dancer and later store cosmetic saleswoman. Man. What? It's a lot for... Clue number one. Usually you just give me. I know. I just give you where they're birth from. But I gave you a location of birth. But now you know Leonard's the sibling. You know that the dad, the uh, father was a thrift store worker, and the mother was a cosmetic saleswoman and a fan dancer. That's a fact. A fan. Okay. Yeah. You gotta explain to me what a fan dancer is later. They they dance with fans. That's a fact. Well, you mean like a like fan? Fans, like not an actual air circulating fan like one of the old school fans oh yeah. okay true okay yeah they make it you know flamboyant i'm so freaking excited interesting yeah a little yeah mm -hmm. yes! nothing nothing okay let's rip from the headlines jebediah get on in here you sexy mofo what hey and now the news all right justin before we start this week's rip from the headlines, I would like to announce. Hmm. Get ready. Okay. We have two world record updates. Okay. How do you feel about that? Yo, I feel pretty good. Let's get excited. Yeah, it's more than one that we've usually had. That's so. right. There but you go. That's just warming you up. Hey. That's just putting you in the oven for preheat. Do it. Say what? Are you ready for another story before we get to the world record? Okay, yes. What's Florida known for? Hmm. Well, we just talked about it. Right. Hot temperature. Hot sunshine. Maybe the second largest McDonald's in the world. Remember that? Yeah. Meth. Wait, what? What? Old hey. people. Hey. This point. <laughs> Easy. Easy here. The point is, we're known for a lot of things, right? Mm -hmm. Yes! Soon we may be known for laziness. Do you know why? Uh, are we like ranked? No, Somewhere probably so. I would guess we probably what, are. What's happening? But Port Orange police uh, approached a man, uh, Bradley Barefoot. Hmm. And I feel like his name's quite ironic. Bradley Barefoot. Uh, you'll see in just a second. They approached Mr. Barefoot while operating a stolen forklift. Oh, okay. The police said, in quote, there was a male parked in a handicapped spot with a piece of heavy equipment that had a mattress on it. The male was barefoot, 
Wait, what? Bradley Barefoot. Talking to himself while swearing and throwing his hands up. Mr. Barefoot eventually told the police that he took the $38,000 vehicle because he was tired of walking and noticed the keys had been left in the ignition. And even more interesting point of the story is that this isn't the first time he had stolen a forklift. Wait, what? How do you get away with it once? How do you get away with it twice? (laughs) He stole a forklift April of 2016 from behind a Best Buy store when he he was quoted as saying, used it to move some boxes before uh, driving it to a Bob Evans restaurant. Ew. This guy's a specialist. (laughs) First of all, I gotta ask why Mr. Barefoot decided to move the boxes first. Hmm. Like, you know what? I'm gonna he steal had so, the, He had something to do, man. Is a low profile. First, he wanted to, you know, move Make some boxes. Sure. So, if the police actually pulled him over, you'd be like, ah! I used it for its job before I took it. It's exactly. fine. Don't worry about it. And then Bob Evans? Huh? You're oh. gonna go to a Bob Evans? Have you ever even been to a Bob I Evans? I did, and I got food poisoning. See? Yeah, it was pretty bad. No, well, great. Now we can't expect an endorsement from Bob Evans on this show. They, oh. they, and they poisoned Did me. you have McDonald's, or McDonald's, did you have morning breakfast food at Bob Evans? No, it was like, kind of like, uh, like a late lunch kind of, kind of deal. Mm. Mm-hmm. What'd you have? Do you remember? No, it was, I was really young. It was probably some, some type of, I have no clue. No, I don't remember. But this... But I got food poisoning from there. He stole... That was his first time. He stole a forklift to go to Bob Evans. Girl, come on! And he, he stole it... love it, man. ...because he was tired of walking. <laughs> Couldn't you steal a car before you stole... Like, a forklift? He just wanted to be in the midline between, like, cr- of criminality. Like, he didn't want to go too far as to steal a car, but he's like, a forklift... And no then one really complains about forklift. Then he parked in a handicap spot. Good for him, man. Dude, he didn't want to walk that far. Bradley, you need to think it through, man. Bradley Barefoot. Come on. Double B, man. All right, Justin, we do records. Yes! We do real deal world records. Important, life-changing, world-altering world records. Yes, yes sir. Here's the first of our world records. 67-year-old retired police officer, Masao Gunji (laughs) of Japan, has a new world record. With 5,169 Hello Kitty items and a pink-painted Hello Kitty house. It's pretty raw. In uh, Yasukaido, he is now the official owner of... Of the world's largest Hello Kitty collection. <laughs> Masayo Gunji spent over $267,000 on Hello Kitty merchandise. That's a lot of money. He's dedicated. A quarter of a million dollars on Hello Kitty stuff. Is there, first of all, is there anything that you would spend that much money on hmm. as far as small collectibles? Hmm. G.I. Joe's, Legos. Probably Legos. I like big, I like big Legos. Lego fans. Yeah, I like Legos a lot. Uh, they're not bad, man. They're it's not. A, it's a good. Do you like to actually follow the plan? I or do. do you make your own stuff. I do. I I I'm a little bit of a both both kind of guy. Okay. I like to make what they tell me to, but right. then I also like to let my creativity. I was always run a, free. Yeah, I was always a big you know map follower. I oh, like yeah? to just get whatever they said and make it and be like that's what's on the box. Look at me go. Right, man. Look at me go. Uh well, Gunji here, he collects Hello Kitty. And he says That's pretty awesome. The reason I like Hello Kitty is because of her expression. For some reason, mm-hmm. when I'm sad, she looks a little bit sad. And when I'm happy, she looks happy. Hello Kitty has always cheered me up when I was unhappy. That's what he says. Seriously, you can't get sad looking at a Hello Kitty. You know, the company that owns Hello Kitty, uh, Sanrio, yeah. uh, created a bit of a stir in 2014 when they commented that the toy wasn't actually a cat, like many believed. Instead, they said it's a, quote, happy little girl. Wait, what? I'm going to be honest. The cat ears and whiskers yeah. make it... And the name Hello Kitty? Look a little like... 
a cat instead of a girl. They try to personify it into a person. Well, apparently, they say it's a happy little girl. And I'm going to be honest, she's she needs a little bit of a reality perception change if she's hey. wearing some ears and some, some whiskers. True. She might get bullied in middle school if she keeps wearing that stuff. Hey, cat lady. I'm just saying, she might want to look out for it. Yes! Now! Hmm. Congratulations, first off, Masayo Gunchy again. Go party in your pink Hello Kitty house. Sounds fun. <laughs> Second world record story. Justin, do you remember Muhammad Rashid? Was that one of... That was one of the old record people, right? right? Yes. Yeah. Which one was it? Oh, there's so many. He's not the one... Did he... Did he ex- extinguish with his mouth? No, this is the Pakistani that has been breaking coconuts with the hand. Oh, that's right. Smashing, Concussion CTE protocol smashing guy. Smashing drink what? cans with the elbow, and he's melted our hearts with his passion for karate. Am I right? I guess. Yes. Hey. <laughs> well, he's done it again. What do you do now? What, what's he smashing now? Sitting in his dojo, talking to his karate bros. He's like, there's got to be another record I can break. What? What do we have out there, guys? They found it. Mohammed Rashid broke the most drink cans with his hand in 30 seconds while holding a raw leg in that hand. A what? A A raw leg. So he had an egg in his hand. Oh, an egg. While crushing the cans. Without crushing the egg. Why is that a record? Why is that so detailed? That's a record. I feel like they made that record up. That couldn't have been a record prior to that. That was a record prior, and he smashed the record. He had 29 cans without breaking the egg. That's almost a second a can, man. Dude, you're a genius. crazy. He smashed the egg. Not once did he. And afterwards, he took the egg broke it just to show that it was a real egg and he Dang. did not crack it. That's what Muhammad Rashid is all about. That's a fact. Making records and breaking things with hands, elbows, and heads. True. That's pretty impressive, man. Well, if you want to go train with him, you can remember Pakistan. Yeah, I hear they're the really... weird martial arts. Exactly. And you... You will learn how to crush things with your hand, elbow, and head. I don't want to. Okay. Nope. I'm just saying. Justin, what's West Virginia known for? West Virginia? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Maybe Shenandoah. Shenandoah River? Yeah, that's the first thing that came to my mind. There you go. John Denver. Mm-hmm. But he's not actually from West Virginia. But he wrote that song. It's a nice song. And they play it all the time. Uh, McDonald's McPizza, maybe? Yes. Right? Maybe maybe meth? Wait, what? What? Stop doing that. <laughs> Don't <laughs> tie drugs into this thing. Coal anymore. mines? They are known for coal mines. Uh, th- th- this, this story is usually what people in states are trying to be uh, avoid being known for, actually. Uh, none of those things is what this story is known for. Hmm. A lady in Kiwana County. Kiwana? Kiwana County. How do you spell that? Uh, K-A-N-A-W-H-A. Kiwana. Oh, okay. Um, she was spotted on a Buffalo Wild Wings security camera stealing... One of their outdoor flat uh, screen TVs. Oh. Yeah. Shoot. 6.30 a.m. on a Sunday, she comes strolling up onto the patio uh, and uh, just unhinges a TV, puts it on top of her head, cruises across the parking lot, throws it into her Kia Soul, Ooh. and drove off. Yeah. What the? Who would have be- believed this could have happened... From a soul brother, right? From a soul brother. A, a Kia soul brother. soul brother. That's what me and my brother, it's a little inside joke. Whenever what? we rent a Kia Soul from a uh, from a car rental place like Enterprise, yeah. we say we're in the Soul Brother Foundation when we get the when we get the Kia Soul. Oh, okay. They're really frightening cars to drive. They're not great at all. What? So, you know. Is that like your first preference? Yeah. Just no, to make that No, joke? that's like the cheapest one you can get. You know, oh, that's, really? That's oh, in the uh, economy car size. True. Yeah. Okay. So, that when you're saving money, when you're a baller on a budget, 
you get a Kia Soul. Kia Soul, people. Um, and apparently, when you like to till, still TVs off of a uh, Buffalo Wild Wings patio, you also are a Kia Soul brother. Uh, apparently, this is coming on the heels of another theft in the same parking lot where somebody stole an $8,000 motorcycle trailer. Jeez. What? Yeah. They just picked it up, put it on their hitch, drove off with it. Dang. But I mean, thieves, man, I've, thieves in Kiwana. I've always thought about that when I go by restaurants with TVs. I'm like, they're just setting up there. Nobody takes those. Like you don't have to worry about that. Apparently, yeah. you have to worry about. Now that. you have to worry about it. In Kiwana, you do. Was the patio not like locked up? Was the tarp not down or something? No, it was open. Dang, man. Moral of the story: Don't leave your valuables in your car at Buffalo Wild Wings in Kiwana County. Nope. Yeah, man. I know Seriously. you were planning on going there later today, so. Just Kiwana. Kiwana. I might not anymore. No, you may not. Uh, let's move on, Justin. Yo, that was, what's up? That was, I mean, I was filled with love during that segment of world records, of the beauties of West Virginia and Florida. <laughs> let's move on to stop faking the funk. Hit me up with that, man. Okay, here we go. First, first headline. Petting Zoo pleads for return of stolen Siberian lynx. Okay. Hmm. Or Madison resident had illegal pet bobcat in their garage. Hmm. Hmm. First one, Petting Zoo pleads for return of stolen Siberian lynx. Or Madison resident had illegal pet bobcat in their garage. I don't know how I feel about a Siberian lynx being in a petting zoo. I don't. I don't think it would be open to being petted like a goat, or a cow, or whatever I, I is would, usually. I would a, take the opportunity to pet a Siberian. But lynx. would the would Siberian be lynx be there? And would it for rip that off my arm? Exactly. What do you hmm. think? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the uh, Bobcat in Madison. That's the real one. That's the real one. You are incorrect. Dang it! What? what kind of who? What kind of petting zoo is has a Siberian lynx? Is so, it in Russia? So Wisconsin. Why? Wisconsin petting zoo had their two Siberian lynxes. I feel like that's a dangerous animal, stolen. man. Christine Zer- Christine Zerbini, an employee at the Animal Gardens Petting Zoo, said the workers were having a Fourth of July party when, about 11:30 p.m., they discovered their two baby lynx. Had oh, been stolen. Baby links. Okay. She had a quote saying, "Someone came through the gates, <laughs> scoped out the barn, and stole our two baby links." Dana Montana, the zoo's owner, said, "These animals are exotic. Word. And require different care than a domestic cat." Really? I hear what you're saying, Dana, but I feel like folks that steal animals from a local petting zoo aren't too concerned with that. But you know who would be? Who? Hmm. Ace Ventura. This hmm. seems like an Ace Ventura type storyline starting it's, up. It's perfect. Did it's, they find the links? They, they haven't yet. Dang, they Dan- need to call him. Dana was completely concerned with this whole deal that they're exotic and they're not going to know how to care for them. And I was like, it's not like these guys are sitting at home watching the news like, Oh no! Did you see this? Stalin and Lennon require what? different care than a domestic oh. cat. We have <laughs> to return these guys. I know what you listeners are saying. Why would fuzzy lynx kittens be named after ruthless dictators like Stalin and Lennon? But I'll tell you who would do that. The people that would steal fuzzy kittens from a petting zoo. That's crazy, But man. you got to give it up to them. They recognized that they were Siberian lynxes, and they were like, let's call them by dictators from their local country. <laughs> That's pretty good for them. Give them credit for that. Am I nice. right? But they haven't found them. Dang. And I would say, if I could actually buy one, I probably would. Because they're pretty awesome. Well, you should probably buy it from the people that stole them. They're Wait, probably what? selling it for a pretty penny. I feel like I would uh, lose my pet then. Wait, why? Because then they would find it, and I wouldn't be reimbursed of my money, and they would take my baby Lynx back to the petting zoo. Black market, baby. And I am aware that they require different needs than a domestic I'm sure cat. you could look it up on, on the Google. I would feed them large steaks like in cartoons. Yeah, that'd, and, be, that'd yeah, be sweet. Right? Like little T-bones? Exactly. Take that, Siberian Lynx. Okay, Justin. You ready for another birthday suit? Yes, sir. Our birthday suit wearer grew up not that interested in sports. 
Okay. For much of their high school life, they were obese and suffered from asthma. Wait, they? Uh, or he. Oh, okay. I thought it was like twins yeah. or something now, here. He, uh, he was obese and suffered from asthma. Later in uh, his life, he was even rejected from the U- uh, U.S. Army because of his asthma. Okay. Hmm. Asthmatic. Asthmatic obese feller that went to the army. Well, tried to. Tried to. Any ideas? No, nothing rings a bell. Okay. All right, Justin, we are going to take a musical break. We are going to hear from our special guest. That is today. I didn't even I didn't even mention him at the beginning of the show. What am I doing with my life? Girl, come on! This is strong water. Yeah. You went straight into the weather segment. I know. You I was got so, too involved. I was too hyped about weather. I'm sorry. This is Strongwater, who is going to be on the show today. They are a great band out of Virginia, out of Harrisonburg, doing their own rendition of Americana, of folk music. Say what? They're good times, man. Nice. They are real good times. Are you ready to hear some Strongwater? Certainly. Let's do it. Fire it up. Let's fire it up. We'll be right back on the Doc G Show.
Mmm, 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 mmm. A little bit of strong water. Yes! Drink it down. It's strong. Mmm. What? You gotta be strong to drink it. <sighs> water strong. This is... Live strong. Nope. <laughs> this is Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP, 95.5 FM in Jacksonville, Florida. Don't forget, check out the podcast for the Doc G Show. Please. Um, Justin. Hmm... In light of last week's Czech Republic story, yes, where I went off on a five-minute tangent having nothing to do with the actual story and everything to do with Google reviews of yeah. the Charles Bridge, I have created a new segment entitled, Why Would You Review That? Oh, this, I like it. Why, the, yeah, why would you review a bridge? Why, right? This is a segment where we bring up a landmark, a place... That seems pretty self-explanatory, and yet people have taken the time out of their day for no reason except to write a Google review of said landmark. And some of them have taken the time to write a one-star review. Right? So you're only going to look at the one-stars? That's right. Nice. I like that. This week, the Washington Monument. One-star on the Washington Monument? Well, it's, it's so Washington Monument. First off, let's say uh, it's fairly self-explanatory, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a monument for George Washington. When it was finished, it was the tallest man-made structure in the world. It's basically just a large rod made out of stone. Yeah. Pretty self-explanatory, right? Pointed at the uh, at the top. Yes. Why? Why would you need to review that and and tell other people, hey, this is a monument? Mm. But people did. Someone once started. Two thousand three hundred and forty-one Google reviews when I looked at it. Okay, so two thousand three hundred forty-one. 45 one-star reviews. What the hell? <laughs> so I have taken the top three one-star reviews. First, Nicholas Ubert gave it a one-star. His quote, mm, It has room for improvement. What? <laughs> That's Nicholas. What could you do, Nicholas? What mm. can you do to improve it? Tell maybe, us your idea now. Maybe a Ferris wheel at the top. What? Maybe, I don't Nothing know. Nothing can balance on that A thing. slingshot thing. Maybe one of those. True. Maybe Maybe a teleport. Nice. I don't know. Like an elevator ride to the top. Yeah, maybe a hologram of George Washington in the front. Maybe that. I don't know. I'm just thinking. Nicholas Ubert, one star. Wasn't impressed, right? Here's the next one. Dave Linehan, one star. You want to know what his quote was? Hmm. Not tall enough. What? <laughs> what? Not tall enough. Who thinks that? Nope. Going to that. I know they started it before the Civil War, like almost 200 years ago, and like the tallest thing then was a tree. And they were like, we're going to make this thing that's well over 500 feet tall, but eh. Not tall enough. Not nope. <laughs> Not impressed. Could really go for something. Like the Khalifa. Could really go with the Burj Khalifa. I need something that tall. The Khalifa. Yeah, the tallest building in the world. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculously That's tall. That's what it's called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Khalifa. Burj Khalifa. Yes! Anywho, my favorite one star review. Gabrielle Pokeman. Gabrielle Pokeman, one star. You know what she said? Or he? I'm not sure if it's a, a he or like she. Like Gabriel yeah. or a Gabrielle. Yeah, Gabrielle, Gabby, or a... Ga- Anyways, Jeez. we'll say Gabrielle. Gabrielle Pokeman, you know what she said? No. It, it didn't look like him at all. Wait, what? <laughs> you know what? I went to Washington Monument. Looked like a big tower to me. I'm out. Yes! Here. Didn't, I hate you. Didn't look like George Washington at all. Are you serious? So lame. I hope she wasn't serious. I hope that was meant to be a joke. I hope so. But I mean, if you're gonna do that, why bring down the ratings? That's pretty Come funny on. though. Why bring down <laughs> the one? Come on. Didn't now. look like him. Like the biggest troll ever. Didn't look like him at all, man. I lame. Done that. Keep that in mind, guys. Washington Monument. Why would you review that? Next week, who knows what we're going to have. We're going to have another landmark to review next like week. Him. Didn't look like him. Thanks, Great. Gabrielle. 
Justin, it's time to move on to Google Trends of last week. Well, well what's happening in the in the Google world? Ju- well, first, let me properly introduce this segment. Justin, the internet I is a global know. system of interconnected computer networks that use the internet protocol suite TCP backslash IP to link uh, devices. Yeah. What? Have you ever wondered why people use the internet? Hmm. No. Or more specifically, Google? Yes. Fine. Well, this is why people use the Google machine this past week. Greatest segment title ever. Don't define it. Okay, so uh. <laughs> best search this this past week. A hundred thousand searches on July third, day before our Independence Day. Do you know what they were searching for? Hmm. Something July fourth related. Kid Rock. Girl, come on. Okay. <laughs> Think about it, maybe a little bit. He's a pretty patriotic guy. Any ideas why? I don't know. No, was he performing or something? People thought he was dead. Oh. Yeah, what happened to that guy? <laughs> That's right, Justin. People Does he still have long hair? Thought he has, yeah, he still has long hair. Still looking more like white trash than me. What? And not only did people think he was dead, do you know what they thought he died from? Hmm. No. Overdose? What? They thought he died in a meth lab explosion in his home. That's so white trash, man. <laughs> it's that not, is very white trash of someone to die of. Like I a mean, white trash cause. let's be honest. I mean, we've all seen Breaking Bad. Yeah. That's right up the alley. Uh, it all started like with a news prank for Facebook. When someone uh, started a prank article on channel23news.com. Have you ever heard of channel channel 23news.com? No, I haven't. Basically, it's where you make up fake news. Okay. And to to prank your friend. So you make a little article, you send it over their way, and they're like, what? And they click on it, and it's like, you got got fooled, sucker. (laughs) You know, and then you're like, oh, they got me with that totally genuine news article, right? Well, somebody did that where they put that Kid Rocket died that of a math crazy. lab explosion. <laughs> and, of course, because people are like, yeah, look at him. Of course he'd be cooking up meth in his, in his house. They bought it, and they start, it started spreading all over the place. Man, Kid Rock must have been pissed. He, d- he, d- he didn't even, like, mention it. Really? I looked at all of his, you know, social media and stuff. He was cool with it. He, he didn't was like, care. whatever. But you know what went a little too far for Kid Rock, I feel like? On the title of the news story, it put the former rock star found dead. Oh. You couldn't just put rock star. Girl, come on. Former. former. Man. He hasn't. He hasn't been relevant enough before he fake died for you to put just rock star. Look, I don't even know where he's been. Where? He's been touring, man. Uh, has he really? Yeah, he's actually having some kind of. He had some kind of weird like Nashville. Food fest slash music okay. thing. He's he's Kid Rock. He's really weird. Yeah. I'll be honest. <laughs> he's an odd guy. But for you listeners out there, he's not dead. So don't put him on your deceased list. Okay. Nope. He's still having long hair yeah. and having Joe Dirt esque facial hair. Joe Dirt. And having a not. He wasn't Joe Dirt. He was. He was. He was the bad. The, the bad seed. The antagonist. Yeah. Yeah. Antagonist. He was. He was pretty. He was pretty rough. And I thought he was going to end up with Brandy. Luckily, he didn't. No. Good. I love that movie. Take that. Hits close to home. Anywho, so that has been our Google trend of this week. Kid Rock. And for the listeners out there, Kid Rock. not dead. Nope. Keep that in mind. Dang it. So, hey, whoa, uh, no, no, dang it. No, because I, I said R.I.P. Kid Rock. Yes, and then you yes it exactly. Out. It's okay. Anywho, Justin, one, uh, a, a couple things real quick on the uh, sports front. Are you ready? We got a couple sports front before we get uh, uh, strong water on the line. First off, have you watched any Wimbledon? Hmm. No, we talked about this, man. Oh, yeah, you don't watch tennis. That's right. Uh, You do, though. I do, mainly because it's so fun how uppity and proper British people are. They're pretty proper. They have, like, 37 lines people on each court. What? 30 what? 37 lines people that watch one specific line. Oh, yeah. Like, each line on the court, there's a person dressed up in dress clothes. Hmm. 
just staring at that one line. <laughs> That's their job. And, yeah, make sure if it hits, man. And like the the athletes, whenever they they have a towel person, you know, yeah. they're so like servant esque, like it's a surf from the Middle Ages. They to, are, yeah. They like clean off the racket and they just throw it in the face of the person. They're like, "Get out of here, lackey! I'm playing some tennis, lackey! You disgust me! It's so bizarre." And then Sergio Garcia was there wearing his green jacket from the Masters. Wow. Yeah, he. Was, you can wear those like just like that. Just Sergio. Thinks I thought you can. just you hold you hang it or something. And you Sergio is using it. it for proper service. Well, good for him, man. Probably went out to Publix the other day and was just like, "Hey, is my green jacket matches your green smocks, guys? Woo! Give me some food, Masters." You know, but he right. wore it at the 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 Wimbledon Championships. Anyways, so other thing that I wanted to mention in sports real quick, we had some big. Uh, trade news that we didn't get to talk about as far as NBA trade news. Yes. Um, who are you most excited about seeing as far as team-wise? Team-wise, uh, I do I, I, I do like what what's happening down in Minnesota. Yes. Up know? in Minnesota. Oh, okay. Girl, come on! Right. <laughs> Jesus. But I'm, yeah, I do like what's happening in Minnesota. Amen, uh, man. Amen. Amen. I'm excited about it. Uh, now, how I'm, about I'm we curious th- about Boston too. I was about to say the one that I wanted to bring up before we move on to Strongwater was we didn't get to talk about Eric uh, um, uh, uh, Gordon. Sorry, Gordon Hayward. Eric. Uh, yeah, I was saying <laughs> you go- thought about Eric Gordon. Yes, exactly. Both Butler phenomenons. Yes. Uh, anyways, Gordon, uh, what do you think about that? Uh, we'll see. I mean. I, I don't know if it gives them a step above Cleveland in the East, but nope. Al Horford I'd say Cleveland are still going to just I cruise. think so, too. I mean, I don't think it gives them. But, hey, Jason Ta- Jason Tatum, yeah, he's looking pretty good in Summer League, man. I'm going to have a but good. But it's Summer League, so yeah. you can't take, you, you it, can't take trust, it with a grain of salt. You can't trust anything. They're not playing with real players. Exactly. Well, they, they're, they're real players, but they're not. They, anywho, but right now, Justin. Are you ready for a birthday suit clue? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, here we go. Our birthday suit wearer moved to Los Angeles in the early 1970s where they developed a love for fitness. Hmm. Originally opening their own exercise studio called The Anatomy Asylum. Bad title. What? Uh, our That's birthday scary. suit wearer became so popular that he had a recurring role on the soap opera uh, show General Hospital. And then he got his own talk show. You know what? You know what? Wow. Any idea who our birthday suit wearer is? Holy. Seems like really good. Well, yeah, these are really good clues, but I feel like I should know them by now. Hmm. So wait, Anatomy Asylum. Mm-hmm. Talk show. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Nothing right now. Okay, we got another clue. No, I think no. the I think the fourth one will give it away. All right, think on it. All right, we're gonna have to take a break, Justin. We are going on again to a break, uh, real quick before we bring in strong water. Just bring them in, man. I'm bringing them in right now. We're going to call them up. We're going to get them on the line. We're going to talk to them about their career, about their upcoming festivals. They got festivals to play. Say what? Do you have any festivals to play? Nope. No, I'm in college. So far, no festivals have asked the Doc G to come do a live show. Is that that a thing? No. You know I'm new to this. That would be pretty cool, right? If we could just do a live show and people watch. I think we'd probably have like one person. Izzy would come. Nope. And that'd yeah. Be <laughs> and Izzy and maybe David. She'd nope. come and just heckle us the whole time. And we'd be like, oh. Probably just heckle me. Probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Anyways, we're going to take a quick break. We will be right back with Strong Water. Keep it locked here on the Doc G Show. Hey, what's poppin'? This Rock Montano. This Mucho Yo. And you're listening to the Doc G Show. And we are back here on the Doc G Show. We are here with Greg Brennan, lead singer and founder of the band Strongwater, a folk Americana group out of Harrisonburg, Virginia. How's it going, Greg? It's going great here. Doing a, Having a good time in Virginia, huh? Yeah, when I can, when I'm not having to work. And 
<laughs> I gotcha. Let's start with the pertinent information. This last weekend, uh, you guys played uh, Doa Fest. First off, yeah, sir. that's got to be pretty nice close to home. Don't have to go too far for that one. Uh, just right up the road in Harrisonburg. You guys played on the river set, correct? We did. We actually played two sets for that for that venue. Okay, nice. Now, it's it, I know it's a big cliche, but did you play John Denver, Take Me Home? I did not. Oh. I did not. We are not allowed to play that and a few other songs here in the Valley. Oh, just because it's so cliche? Yeah, it's pretty cliche. Um, <laughs> here in Harrisonburg, the... Um, Oak Road Medicine Show came from here. Yeah, so you can play Wagon Wheel. Yeah, that yeah. make that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. I thought about it when when I saw that you were doing the River Set. I was like, hmm, wonder if they played that. But that's got to be like playing Sweet Home Alabama in Alabama. It's just it's exactly. too much. It's too, too much. much. Too much. Now you guys are from uh, Harrisonburg. Did you guys all go to JMU? How how did you end up with the lineup that you guys have right now? So um, I moved here. I was dating a girl. Moved here. Uh, went to community college. Actually, mm-hmm. met one of her roommates who played fiddle, mm-hmm. uh, and then we started playing music together. Um, and after about, I'd say, about six months, seven months or so, mm-hmm. we met a cellist who started playing with us as well. And then after that, Strong Water was kind of born, and we started writing music. And it's since changed quite a bit when we first started. But um, the members that we have now, because we've I've been writing the music for Strong Water for about four years or so. Mm-hmm. But the members that we have now and the band that we are now has been only about year and a half, two years. Okay, yeah, because I saw I saw on your on the on the website the uh, ebb and flow as far as the the number of members and uh, and the cast. Yeah, uh, now, yeah, very now, true. You guys coming pretty far have came a far way in a, in a short amount of time uh have you guys played in a concert where you have played with a, a big timer in the music industry that you were sort of just all struck of when you when you got to play with them um what's what was happened to us if we play with bands that were much larger than us but then they blew up right after so oh, okay um for example, Lucy Dacus is mm-hmm. a band out of Richmond we played with, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we op- we opened up for them here in Harrisonburg as a partner show, and then now they're huge and they're on a European tour. Um, yeah. Same thing with Jude and the Lion. Um, they're out of Nashville, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't know if you ever heard of them, but they we played a show with them here at JMU, and um, now they're huge. So. And you're like, hey, when are we gonna get huge? What? what why? Yeah, why hasn't this no, happened yet? Waiting for my silver bullet, you know, before too long. <laughs> it, it'll come. No doubt it'll come. Uh, the majority of the music buying market, uh, market right now, I guess you, we would be made up of what you would consider the Generation Z, Millennials. Uh, normally, I, I don't think most people think of sort of the, the folk Americana as the quintessential type for millennials and gener- Generation Z. Uh, have, would you say the majority, though, of your fans are younger people? Yeah, actually, surprisingly enough, for the st- type of music we play, you're right. Um, uh, an older generation does appreciate it more. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look at like our stats online, um, the age range is from 18 to 35, somewhere in there. Um, and... But the great thing about the music itself is that it not only applies to a younger crowd because we're young and we make our own um, uh, hip, I guess, I don't know, it sounds old saying hip, but uh, <laughs> make our own spin of the Americana and make it more modern, but also old people uh, of, of an older generation um, can identify with it because it reminds them of things they used to listen to when they were kids. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know, I think... It gets mixed in there to a lot of the the bands you hear now, the you know Mumford and Sons, and you mentioned yeah. the the old uh, old uh, medicine. Uh, you know, you've got these people that, that that push it into their music, but it's not just overwhelming old folk music that you would typically mm-hmm. hear. Uh, yes, you guys are playing the Red Wing Roots Music Festival coming up this weekend. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, and that's beside the Natural Chimney Towers. 
and if the listeners have never seen the natural chimneys, uh, I would say Google them because they're they're pretty awesome. And I would say make a trip towards them. Two questions: Is this your first time playing the festival, and have you ever been to the natural chimney towers before? Yeah, so this is our first year playing, mm-hmm. um, and we're super excited about it. It's going to be an awesome venue. It's an awesome place to play. And yes, I went to the natural chimneys. I went there for. Um, actually Red Wing two years ago with Trammel by Turtles were there and a few other bigger bands and that was awesome yeah. but I've also been there to do like hiking and it's a great like little like park so definitely yeah. I mean you know you, you look at those things uh, like the tallest one's about 120 feet and it's, it's gotta yeah. be it's gotta be an awesome place to, to play a, a show yeah it was it was really cool that when I was there last time and I was there for Red Wing they had these lights they put on up at night on the rocks to make them look like color mm-hmm. colorful and they did it <clears throat> right when there was like a almost a full moon it wasn't quite and it was a clear night and so you could see the moon in the background it it looked like unreal it looked like actually our version of red rocks but on the east coast on the east coast. very nice that is yeah i would i i saw the lineup this uh year and i saw that uh steve earl was one of the the headliners mm-hmm. and i said man yep. i'd like to I'd like to check out that show. No doubt that's going to be a good one. Well, come on up, man. <laughs> I mean, if, if I can get the time this weekend, I will. I definitely will. Um, so you're playing at uh, Sunday at noon, right? Yes. Yeah. One thing I've got to say that I've noticed, the gigs you guys get, really great times i was i was in a rock and blues band and all of our gigs would start at like 11 at night and i'd be like really guys i gotta stay up for this this is pretty late i'm gonna have to take a power nap at like five before we start uh i I, i'm sort of envious of your of your daytime these these festivals that you've been going to this uh, it's a good time and i mean you know you you get an energy i feel like you get a more energized crowd at, it's true. At uh, during the day, is that is that true when you when you play? Absolutely. We've um, we've had our fair share of late shows uh, back before we were when we were putting some uh, groundwork in to play other venues. Uh, there's been shows where we've played until like one or two in the morning, um, and that's not for us. We're not. I'm an old soul. I've been told so. <laughs> staying up past ten thirty is not my favorite thing, and I've always it's, it's kind of bad. But I've always said that if I wasn't in a band, I would never go to shows. Um, just because I'm I'm always so tired all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I I'm definitely I definitely agree with you. People think as far as how much I enjoy music, they're like, oh man, you must go to shows all the time. I'm like, well, there's a there's a lot that goes into it. You got, I mean, yeah, first of all, you got to pay for it, you know, and then yeah. you then you and then you get there, and it's always late, and it's always you know, I mean, even even big bands, most of the shows are, are late at night, and you got a lot of you got a lot of the the opening acts, which are usually sometimes you really find some diamonds in the rough, and it's a really enjoyable oh, yeah. experience. But at the same time, you got to be ready. You got to you got to bring your A game as far as your yeah. sleep the night before. It's gonna it's gonna haunt you. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. That uh, being said, I do like to go to shows. I, I'm not like a hermit and stay at home. <laughs> I will drive. I will stay up late if I if I really enjoy an artist, but it's just got to get there. Definitely, it's it, it it's like your true blue uh, fans themselves. They will make uh, they will they will make time to go to a strong water show. And that's what we're finding out here lately. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, do you guys play any covers at all in your shows? We often, the only time we play covers are when we do what I call marathon sets uh, for like breweries or wineries, things like that. Right. Um, when we actually have probably about two hours, a little over two hours of original material. Mm-hmm. So we will add in a few covers when we do those. But usually uh, we stick to one cover uh, per gig, if not if not less than that, just none. Now, now you have a you have a couple. Just do you have just a couple instrumentals as far as yeah. the songs? Yes, we do. We have a few of those. Actually, one of our a few of our newer songs are just instrumentals as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think I heard a couple. I, I reviewed sort of the whole album as I was going through, and I, and I, I remembered a couple that uh, were uh, that were just instrumentals. Now we just mm-hmm. played earlier on the the show. Um, we played your song uh, "Remember July," 
Um, yes. Which is a which is a great song. Uh, do you have any uh, inspiration that sort of went along with that uh, song? <laughs> yeah, it's funny you should ask. Um, I so the song was I wrote this song much later after the event. Uh, I met this girl when I was sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, was in love with her, and someone could argue that I still am to this day. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a long story. Some would say. I mean, depends say. on who you're talking to, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, long story short, uh, she came up to me on the beach, and she asked me if I uh, knew how to play semi-charm kind of life. And I was like, um, I don't, but I'm going to learn right now. <laughs> and anyway, long story short, met her in July, and I wrote that song because for years afterwards, you know, we tried – I try to talk to her. I try to like make things happen, and mm-hmm. it just just never worked out. There's a lot of distance there, and so I always said, you know, we have July, and so we can remember that. You know, uh, it's a, it's a great song. It's a, thank you. It's a great song, and and I definitely that was sort of I thought it was something along those lines as far as as far as the uh, the inspiration because actually mm-hmm. that was the feeling that I was getting as far as because that's. Oddly enough, that's what it reminded me of, uh, as far as you know, uh, my thoughts as far as when I was listening to it. That's where I was. I was going with it, and I wanted to see. I, I didn't want to jump to any conclusions, but you know, you were correct. You're <laughs> right. You're right. Now, I do have to ask, since you said "Semi Charm Kind of Life," did you actually like that song, or did, oh, were you just doing absolutely it? okay? That song, fantastic. Okay, yeah. so you are you're you're a you're a '90s fan as far as a, a lot of the the pop '90s that you got out there. I just wanted to make sure you know that you weren't yes you weren't just doing it for the girl. You're like, okay, I'll, I'll learn that one. Whatever, fine. Yeah, actually, quite a few of the covers that we do do in our sets are '90s like uh, pop songs. Well, I not pop songs, like but indie pop. So like, "Save Tonight" by Eagle Eye Cherry, very or nice. Virginia by Train, those kind of things. Things yes. that people my age will remember we play we played the band that i was in we played both of those songs i love playing those songs those are they they get uh they definitely get the uh, i guess you would call it the millennial group very excited 100 percent um well we are up against a break uh right now uh greg i want to thank you for coming on the show it's been a pleasure yeah thank you for having me it's been great um we're going to actually play, I want to play Remember July right now. So we're actually okay. going to play Remember July by Strongwater. If listeners are out there in the Virginia area, make sure that you get tickets uh, to the Red Wings Roots Music Festival and you check out Strongwater on Sunday at noon. And real quick, uh, Greg, if you can tell the listeners where they can find your music, where they can find information about Strongwater. So if you want to find information, our website is www.strongwater, all lowercase, all one word, dot band, mm-hmm. dot B-A-N-D. That's it, strongwater.band. On there, you can find us on Spotify. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. We post about all of our shows on those platforms. And we also have a band camp where you can get special downloads and special download codes for old songs and things that aren't even released yet. Uh, that's your best option if you ever want to keep up with some strong water. Very nice. I'm sure there are a lot of people out there. I'm going to make sure to follow you on Instagram. Make sure to get that. Uh, I've already got the. Uh, I've already got the album on uh, Apple Music. So, good I'm, deal. I'm good there. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying, and I'm going to try to make it up to uh, the festival this weekend. Once again, uh, Greg, I want to thank you for being on the show. Appreciate it. Uh, right now, this is Remember July. Keep it locked here on the Doc G Show.
And we are back here on the Doc G Show. Just got finished with those guys from Strongwater. What a good group. I enjoyed those guys. Good times, man. They're strong. They are strong, good tunes. Takes me back to old Virginia. And by that, I mean Virginia. Virginia? Yeah, Virginia. Is that what they call it? I don't know. I do. It's close enough, right? Okay. Uh, Justin, here we go. Birthday suit. Clue numero quattro. Quattro. All right, you ready? Quattro, quattro. Give it to me, man. Our birthday suit wearer made countless fitness DVDs. Titled, 60s Blast Off, 80s Blast Off, Sweatin' to the Oldies, 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. He renamed his fitness studio from Anatomy Asylum to Slimmin's. Studio Slimmons, it's Richard, baby. Oh. It is Richard Simmons, baby. He had a talk show that is cool. Did not yes. know. I thought he was just known for wow, Richard, Richard Simmons. Simmons. Yes. What a funky guy, man. One of my favorite meme generators, Richard <laughs> Simmons. Just a love yes. for fitness. That guy. You know what was funny? What? When he was on Whose Line it, Whose Line Is It yeah. Anyway? That mm-hmm. that scene yeah. where what was it called? Scenes from a hat or something yeah. like that? Oh, that was so funny. You know what's funny? You yeah. should watch him when he talked to Congress. That's funny. Oh, okay. It's hilarious. We got we should have you should have worn like you should when you said it was Richard Simmons. Some had some sweet shorts. Like a leotard or something. Is it a leotard? Oh no, he doesn't have leotards. Unitard? It's the candy striped shorts with the yeah. thin the thin strip tank. Yeah. The little tank thing. Gosh. That's what it's called. And then a sweet Bob Ross esque afro. Yeah. My Who started goodness. it though? Uh, I uh, Richard Simmons. Yeah. He had it before Bob Ross. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'll go out on a limb and say that. I'm not afraid to say that. Don't be afraid. I've no. Nope. I'm stepping out on a limb and I'll say it. <laughs> Richard Simmons, happy birthday to you, my friend. Yes! I've heard. Happy birthday, you know, man. we had the controversy about a half a year ago on the show where his house could be potentially locked down by witches. Yeah. Word. Uh, that was that was put out. What? To pasture, as far as a theory. And we also had the story where he had to go for severe uh, indigestion, if mm-hmm. you recall that. Yeah, I remember that. Hopefully, he's gotten over that. And if you remember, he was rocking a beard. So I'm hoping he's still rocking that beard game. Simmons with a beard? That's like yeah, remember? Bob Ross guest now. Exactly. Gotta be exactly. your own man. No, he is. Hey. Because he doesn't paint. He paints worlds of fitness, baby. Ooh. Okay, but he still paints them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> different, different portraits. Anyways, happy birthday to Richard Simmons. It's our happy birthday, man. Birthday suit wearer. Now, Justin, it's time for the Zebo sum up. Are you ready? Get that phone. timer. Get that timer. I need to get a, just an official timer clock beside you for this. It's okay. I can pull it out. Here you go, man. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. On go. Three, two, one, go. Muhammad Rashid does records. West Virginia Mountain Mama. Lennon Stalin. The Lynx Kittens are missing. The Washington Monument looks nothing like George Washington. Happy birthday, Richard Simmons. Whoa. 769 still. Now, you were stumbling. I was a bit, stumbling. Man. I thought a you lot. were about to. Wow. I was about to do a three fail, but I was like, no. No, I was like that person that clipped like three hurdles in a yeah, row, but was like, no, worst, no, and then I finished, man. I was happy about that. 769. Woo. Yes. Boom. Slimmons. Ah, uh, Justin, it's about that time, man. It's about that time. That's Closing time. Closing time. Oh, beautiful. Once again. All right, Justin. Next week, we've got a great show, as per usual. We have got the great comedian in the house, Mario Torres. Tori. Mario Torres. Don't Tori. mess it up now. I'm not going to mess it up. Next week, we've got Mario Tori. Big deal, man. He's coming in. He's been touring with Kevin Hart. That's going to be good times. I can't wait to talk to him. Uh, until then, Justin, 
I have been the host, Doc G. You have been the co-host, Justin. Hype City, Evangelista. I'm here, y'all. And until next week, zip it up and zip it out. Hey.